At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Marcus. How's it going? And joining me today, we got Wolfwood. What's good? Hello there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing good. I, I, I'm slowly dying right now. <laughs> slowly dying? Oh, okay. Why? <laughs> um, nervous wreck. <laughs> no, just like I said before the show, it's only me and my mother who listen to this podcast, so it's fine sure she, she's a brutal critique though so <laughs> you're not helping my case <laughs> well uh you didn't write these stories today so you're not too much on the line we're sharing two stories we got the halo stars by mark and then we also got the kel sean step by colin um so yeah we'll read the first one make fun of it for a bit and uh carry on uh all right the halo stars by mark the ancient halo stars cast the first light on the Milky Way galaxy. The galactic halo extends beyond the visible component of the galaxy in every direction on a nominally flat plane. The two components of the galactic halo that concern us are, number one, the stellar halo. This component that contains the halo stars, it extends far beyond the galaxy's bright regions. The stars in the region are oldest and most metal poor, having burned the longest 4 billion plus years ago. The worlds in this region are the farthest from Terra and the Sol system. They are completely cut off in the modern era. Point two, the dark matter halo. This is where it gets interesting. This is an experimental physics, but it's in the current models of scientific research, says it's most likely. This region contains matter that has decoupled from cosmic expansion. It contains gravitationally bound matter. This matter is attracted together in forms of clumps. The gravitational bound matters referred to as subhalos. Modern scientific models believe these dark matter halos may contain galaxies. This is based off distortion of signals from the furthest knowable stars. When the legion fell, we fled north, always north. We left the light of the Imperium. We brought our own with blood. During the third Rangdang genocide, the second legion are broken and their Primarch Loth falls. 
The circumstances of the battle and the name of the planet is unknown at this date, but the closing stages of the battle were a rout. It is the first time in imperial history that a legion is utterly defeated. Most of the forces on the planet are able to get their ships at high anchor and flee, the system, flee to the system jump point. The Alpha Legion depart last. A solitary battle barge remains oculated to aspects by solar radiation on the far side of the decaying star system. The Orion Ethereum chapter of the 20th Legion is tasked by Omegon with discovering the fate of Loth and his legion. Lehman Russ is ta tasked with giving the Emperor's peace to Loth. The dying second Primarch meets with Russ and his sixth Vagir. Russ gifts Loth with his personal Stormbird and leaves his finest warriors to protect his brothers. Russ's only words are, run, please run, brother. The survivors bear the unk... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brother! Words. Brother! <laughs> Sorry. Run, please run, brother! <laughs> I feel like I'm reading a fucking, uh, well, I feel like I'm listening to a, a, a scientific thesis. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of like, due to scientific, modern scientific theory. <laughs> oh, man. Please run, brother. <laughs> the survivors bear the unconscious Primarch to the Stormbird under heavy enemy fire. They flee the planet and are able to make their damage, make it to their damaged battle barge. They set a course to take them away from the Emperor's light. North into wild space, space, north into the blackness at the edge of our galaxy, further still into the realm beyond. Unnoticed, the 20th Legion light their drives and follow. Okay. Well, I need to have Mark do my scientific thesis next time I need to go to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I learned a lot. I don't know if any of it's true, but I learned a lot. That's cool about like they have these dark matter clumps and then inside them, there might be fucking more galaxies. What kind of world do we live in? I mean, it's, it's like that Rick and Morty thing where like a galaxy powers up the fucking brake lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, you know, just imagine that kind of square just floating out in space. I'm pretty sure some space marine is sweating at the idea of wanting to conquer that. Yeah. <laughs> One galaxy is not enough to conquer. I need more. I need more, brother. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it almost sounds like he has... Um, it sounds like so he wrote about the unknown Primarch, but he's not doing that. It sounds like he created his own chapter, the 20th Legion or something that is more on the hunt for them. Um, it'd be interesting to know what exactly he's working on on an army or not. Definitely, definitely left it open, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's very possible that could be built upon because that 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 is too juicy for it not to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of um, like even this, uh, he, he gave us some details about the unknown Primarch and what happens to him. It'd be very easy to just say that it's rumored. And this chapter yeah. that now is going to discover them is trying to figure out what the fuck. And this is what they think happened. And that way you're not really breaking any fluff or anything. Could you, but could you imagine being the Primarch that got discovered after like your dad has died? No. <laughs> the fuck yeah. did I miss? <laughs> Ten thousand years of fucking chaos. This is fine. It's fine. You'll get caught up in a day or two. It's fine. Get shown what your home looks like. I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> the Orion Atinum chapter of the Twentieth Legion. So this is like an Alpha Legion chapter that is sent out to go discover them, essentially. All right. 
Cool. Okay. Well, cool. Thanks for sharing, Mark. Um, I would <laughs> like to see some models. I'd like to know just a couple touch more details, but yeah, whatever. I get what I get and I don't complain, I suppose. Or were they a lie the entire time? <laughs> were they? Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So the next story is a Taug story. I can tell that only by the name, the Kel Sean step by Colin. Uh, do you uh, want to read this one? Sure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Calshon Sept by Colin. During the first Tyrannic War, I think, the Splinter Fleet Hive Fleet Gordon battled fiercely with the Imperial Guard and the Tau Empire. Both Shadrog and Kamaius have been devoured. The Hive Fleet is sieging the Kelshan Sept. A small system is dangerously close. It's a factory planet, filled with mostly Earth cast, but from the Hive Fleet, it was heavily militarized. Because this was a manufacturing planet, most of the Imperial Guard were manufacturing Tau armor. After the war, most of the Guard decided to join the greater good. One small splinter fleet came into sector, and the planet's small fleet went to intercept. They divided and guided the Splinter Fleet to a nearby dead planet. The extremely large numbers of the Imperial Guard and Tau battlesuits managed to defeat the Splinter Fleet. They decided to travel the Kelshan Septs and help other planets and systems. After the war was over, the system decided to adopt this lifestyle. They go from Sept to Sept, helping out where it is most needed. Now, this is my excuse for wanting to use every color scheme and painting my units whatever I want to. Shame on you. Their home planet is manufacturing planet, so they can get whatever battle armor, suits, weapons that they want. Okay. This was this was written by Colin. Thank you, cool. Colin. Thank you. Uh, we hear about Space Marine chapters being fleet based all the time, um, but we never really hear that with Tau. But that's kind of a cool concept of like a fleet based Tau chapter, um, where they, they kind of just wander around. It would make sense, though. Uh, I mean, they, they've already broken up and divided so much. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to act like I know a whole lot about the Tau. That's <laughs> all good. Well, and also even during like uh, like the time period of this during the first Tyrannic War and stuff, like the Tau weren't super quick with they, they didn't have their faster than life drive at this point. So like being a fleet based chapter, you would be on that ship for, you know, potentially 50 years, even, you know, generations. You would, yeah, like you, that would be your home. It would be your that set. That would fucking suck. That would fucking suck. No, I'm sure they got some cool, like, hologram room or whatever that they can hang out in. I don't fucking know what the Tau get up to on their downtime. The Tau, the Tau aren't, they aren't happy with you talking shit about them, which is why they <laughs> sent that fly to attack you. No. <laughs> yeah, fucking flies are buzzing around here. What a world. Uh, yeah, cool. Just a cool, quick, simple little lore. I like the reason. Um, yeah, it's a it's a fleet. So they go around, they pick up different scraggling forces. Oh, here, come join us. Towel from this step and keep your color scheme or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, it, it's 
you could already get bash, but that's heresy. Yeah, yeah. I hope the army just looks like uh, like a rainbow of <laughs> different Tau. Yeah, rainbow Tau. Yeah, that's like the general has all the colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to say about that one. Just it was quick, simple, easy. I like it. All right. Uh, well, cool. Uh, thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us on Lorehammer Listener Lore. We'll see you on the next episodes. I think, I think, and don't quote me, the next episode tomorrow, I'm going to share uh, my lore, actually. So uh, come join me. Should be good. Should be exciting. Um, Wolfward, thanks for joining us. Thanks for reading. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you all on the next episode of Lorehammer Listener Lore. Brother! Brother! Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode.